Friday, February 26, 2024, MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Joy of our co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be recapping UFC Mexico. We're also going to recap BFL Bellator champs. Champs. There was like three-round fights, but, you know, still that's what they called the card. And then in the second half of the podcast, we'll be previewing UFC Mexico, which at this point I think has like, what, like eight fights or something? Nine fights, Marcel? Like, it's not many, right? So, yeah, it's, it's um, yeah. That fight's not, that card's not even airing on TV in Canada. So, they're pretty good yeah. on Fight Pass only. So, I mean, it's not a great card. Anyways, um, we'll get into the, the recaps, but Marcel, always ask you, man, how have you been? How's everything with you? Yeah, man, I'm good. I mean, um, it's kind of busy today, but I'm good. Um, kind of fell asleep for like 30 minutes, uh, for like an hour ago, I think. But, um, yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, looking forward to talk to you about MMA as always. How yeah, about I'm yourself, man? Doing good, man. Always looking forward to talking about the cards with you as well, man. So, um, yeah, and I'm looking forward to, to recapping Mexico, which was an interesting event. I mean, some, some of the judging was um, not like very questionable, I'll say, I'll say that, Marcel. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get into that stuff. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, let me just see like the comments here, Marcel. Go through the, the comments. <clears throat> Hype, what's up, brother? Gears, what's up, man? Joe, what's up? Where's Glenn? Glenn's not here. I wonder which fight would you rather see, Tapuria or Mali? What's up, Gears? Um, Tapuria or Islam, Islam Edwards? Uh, Islam Edwards. You like that if one? If I have to choose. If I have to choose. To be honest, I don't mind this Tapuria or Mali fight. I think it'd be a big fight. I don't mind it. But, I mean, O'Malley's got to win fight. Like, there's so many contenders. You can't just get the super fight. That'd be ridiculous, you know? We should stop. I actually tweeted about this before the card this Saturday. Uh, I don't want to see any champ versus champ fight unless you have five defenses. And five is maybe a little bit much, maybe three, you know. But it depends on how many, uh, how do you say that, how many contenders you have in the division. If you have, like, legit five contenders, you should five, fight all five, in my opinion. If you have three legit contenders, you fight three, and maybe you can look forward. But there have to be something before you have uh before you can say like yeah let let me do a champ champ thing it, it's going way too quick i think listen man volk got a chance that was a rightful chance in my opinion when he got it you know adesanya got it way too quick in my opinion against blahovic um uh, let's not even talk about corner that, that was even ridiculous i know he's the first champ champ but it was ridiculous he got the chance at that moment i understand why he got it but Let's be honest, and at least I mean Henry defended it once, uh, both both sides, both championships, and DC also defended it once, both sides. Yeah. And I had no problem with Amanda Nunes either. I'm with you. All right, we'll get some other comments. Craig, what's up, man? Antoine, what's up, brother? John, what's up? Uh, only some main comment was a fun card. Mexico, it was it was okay. It was decent. There was uh some good finish. There was only like. Well, technically, it was only one knockout. It was the uh, the injury, so that was the one thing was missing. But it had all the lower weight classes, so you were expecting too many big knockouts. What's up, fellas? What's going on, man? What's up, Knox? All right, let's get into the recap, Marcel. I say we'll just get into it. Oh, okay, so uh, we'll start with Mexico, and then we'll go to PFL Delta quickly after. That. All right, so in event, well, actually, actually, I start with the picks. I mean, it was another good night for me and, and you too. Yeah, I went ten and two, but the thing was. You know, I, I jinxed I jinxed myself, right? Because I go, I'm, oh, I'm gonna get. I, I didn't think I get a perfect night. I knew never do that. Never do that. I know, but here's the thing: it's all like it's my fault that those guys lost. Like, of course not. You know, like here's like I said, it gets so hard to get a perfect card. You know, I, I was feeling decent about it. I'm like, all right, I have two like decent sized favorites that should win their fights, and then 
Yair goes in there and blows his load in the first round and 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 you know gets gets finished in third and then Moreno loses a really close decision. So it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, like Marcel, get, I'm telling you right now, man, getting a perfect card is so hard to do. So I'm not I'm not surprised at all something happened. And to be honest, I should have like doubled down the other guys because I, I should have known better that it's like almost impossible to do that. But yeah, let's get into it. Main event. Brandon Royval defeats Brandon Moreno by split decision. 48-47 uh Royval. 49-46 Moreno, 48-47 Royval. Um, let's start with the scorecards. I really hate that 49-46 Moreno scorecard from uh, Gino Hicho Camidro. I just hate that scorecard. I just think it's a terrible scorecard. Um, I had a 48-47 Royal, but here's the thing. I'm looking at the scorecards, and to be honest with you guys, I actually had a different scorecard than all the judges because I had the last three rounds for Royval. The first two Moreno, last three for Royval. How did you have it? Exactly the same as you. I had one and two for Moreno, three, four, and five for Royval. I... I, I thought that's the way most people were scoring it. I really did. And then I'm looking at the scorecards and they're all like very, you know, bizarre to me because Chris Lee's score, Chris Lee's a terrible judge. I mean, we've talked about this guy a lot, Marcel, but he's such a bad judge because he gave Royval the first two rounds and he gave the third round to Moreno when the third round was the most close, the clearest one for Royval. It just doesn't make sense. And Camillo gave the third round to Moreno. These scorecards are fucked, man. Honestly, these judges were not very good on this card. Um, I'm not saying I disagreed with all the, lo- the all the winners or losers, but I just think the way they got there is very funky. You know, Michael Bell's is the only one that I would even remotely, you know, think it's is a close one. But even his is like a little bit, you know, weird to me because I, I really thought Marcel was kind of an easy fight to score, right? Like I did, like I know it was a close fight, but I also thought it was kind of easy to score. I don't know. What do you think, man? I think there were a lot of close rounds, to be really honest, you know? So I don't really uh, – I'm not really going to judge the judge if if they got it not as I had it, you know, because I think there were some close rounds. But for me, it was like – yeah, I, I think Moreno started well, you know. Uh, he was landing the better shots, in my opinion. But uh, I, I agree with Knox, by the way, what he says here, and also with, uh, with, with John Bazer. I mean – it kind of looked off at a certain moment, you know. He was only throwing that overhand, you know, and he was doing leg kicks. That's what was he's doing, you know. At a certain moment, Royval had figured him out, you know, and Royval landed the better shots at a certain moment. Uh, I really got annoyed by Herb Dean after 24 minutes wow. and 25 seconds that he was, let's work. And then he put, I was like, dude, what the hell? You know, it's like, Those it's not like really they're... quick breakups, man. Really quick. Yeah. I, I even remember, I don't know which fight that was anymore, a stand up that didn't make sense at all. But maybe we, we I f- I think about it later if we come to that fight. But um, yeah, I mean, close. Listen, if they gave it 48 47 to Brandon Moreno, you wouldn't hear me complain. It was that close, in my opinion. But I gave it to Roy Val. I'm happy for him. He got it because, man, it's not, I don't think it's easy to get a judge's scorecard in Mexico. Although the judges weren't like really biased, like like maybe we should should expect there. But um, yeah, I mean, good win for Roy Val. Where he goes from here. Yeah, he called out Pantoja. Man, it's, it's, a, it's a tough sell, in my opinion. You know what I mean? It's a really tough sell because. Moreno would have been the fourth time. Uh, Royval is going to be the third time. <sighs> does he deserve it with this win? Yeah, probably does. Is it really appealing? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's like a default option, but apparently he's injured anyways. I don't know. He tweeted something or yeah, put on Facebook that his MCL is injured, so he's probably going to be out for a bit. But even if he wasn't, like, I don't understand why he thinks he can get the next title shot because I he just lost to the champ and the fight wasn't like that close really the one with Pantoja yeah yeah 
like the Moreno Pantoja fight was, was pretty close, but Rodal Pantoja not really. And then he just goes and beats Moreno, which is a good win, obviously. It's a mm-hmm. very good win, but like I don't know, man. I'd rather see some fr- like I'm kind of tired of these rematches, to be honest with you, Marcel, at Flyweight. I don't know about, about you. We're seeing like the, the this would be the third fight, too. The third fight. And Pantoja's won twice already. Go ahead. Listen, man, it's really simple. I think um if Makayev gets a good win. Uh, uh, on Saturday, you know, a decisive win, he can jump the line. That's what I really think because he is a fresh name for Pantoja. You know, um, Cap is not going to get it probably because he didn't make weight last time he had to fight. Albazi is injured. Uh, I was thinking like Dana recently met with uh, Sakakibara from Ryzen. You know, maybe he got a deal with Horiguchi, man. I mean, that would be fun. Although people are like, maybe like, should Horiguchi get a title fight when he comes back? Maybe not. But I mean, if there is no other option, then I mean, I'd like to see Pantoja Horiguchi, for example, if he, if he goes to 125, you know, I know we fought at 135 as well now. But um, yeah, I mean, there are not, not many options, you know. So um, I think Roy Val can get the title fight, but will he get the title fight? I don't know. I, I don't think he deserves it, honestly. Like he's a, he's obviously a good fighter. He's one of the top contenders, but yeah, I think he needs at least one more win. I'd rather see Albazi get it, or or, or I wouldn't say Cop because Cop keeps missing weight. It's just it's kind of in a weird spot with Albazi because he just pulled out of this fight. So it's like kind of weird that you reward him with a tell shot. It's just we, I just want fresh matchups, Marcel. I'm just kind of Me tired too. of these rematches. We had four fucking fights between Figgy and Marino. And they were good fights. I get it. We had three fights between Pantoja and Marino already, and now we've had. Two again with Pantoja and Bergano. We're gonna have the third one already in the last like two years. Like I don't, I don't think we need it. So the other option is Mokaya if he wins this weekend. You know, I I know he's young, but if he beats out, if he goes in there, finishes Alex Perez, why why not? You know, why not? And then you're just asking about Horiguchi. I mean, that's another option, I guess. I don't know what his status is. Is he still under contract with Bellator? Like I don't really know. or Ryzen. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't, I don't know what his status is. Now he's asking who is Horiguchi. Oh, Horiguchi he's is who is? My bad, sorry. Rising champion, Bellator he's champion, UFC. former he's UFC fighter. Yeah, Demetrius Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Horiguchi's the Gooch, as we call him. He's one of the best guys, man. So I, I think if he comes back, yeah. But again, it'd be weird to get a guy that just came back from Bellator to give him a title shot. That didn't really happen, you know. I I know, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I don't say he should. Don't get me wrong, but. I mean, Horiguchi is a fan favorite by a lot of people, you know. So, I would I wouldn't be surprised if they get him back that they do that. And definitely now with, you got all these guys who are winning now with like Royval. He recently fought for the title. More the the option was like Moreno Albazi for us, you know. And if Albazi won, that would have been clear fight for Pantoja. But now with Moreno against uh, against Royval, you get, I mean. We are discussing this in Dutch podcast as well. Listen, man, does he deserve it? I think with a win over Moreno, you can say he deserves it. But at the other side, it's like we saw this fight two months ago. You know what I mean? So is it really appealing? I don't know. You know, I mean, it was not like listen, it was a competitive fight, but I think Pantoja beat him 50-45 on two scorecards and one was 49-46. So do we really need a third fight between them? I don't know, man. But yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's just, it just sucks, you know, because they're, they're like, you also have Kai Kara France, but he's also like injured and he also doesn't deserve a title shot right now, in my opinion. So, like I said, I think Mokayev has a really good chance if he beats Perez, but he needs to beat Perez first. And I don't know if that's going to happen, to be really honest, you know. I, I think he's definitely the favorite. 
we should discuss this one in the, in the next podcast. I know, but I mean, gotta look forward a little bit to it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right, a couple of comments. Just see pseudo Carl Marino. Uh, I yeah. didn't see that, but I, I didn't see it. But yeah, I, he wants I mean, to I, fight him in the sphere. I mean, why not? It'd be good, right? Mm. What do you think? I like that. I don't mind that actually. I just heard it now. I didn't. I don't mind that. Yeah, this makes sense too because Nunez is talking about coming back. Like, and that card. What is it going to be? Pantoja in the main event in Brazil. Maybe they asked Nunez to come back. Hey, can you come back and fight? Uh, what Pennington? Oh God, is that the, the rematch? Yeah, we really don't need to see that to be really. I know, honest. but I don't think the UFC wants Pennington as a champion, especially after that fight in Toronto, dude. Like that fight was they so should, shit, Marcel. They, they shouldn't have made that fight. You know, that fight was so. We both. We all three called it that that was going to happen. So and, yeah, and decision. That fight was shit. Like I'm telling yeah. you, Marcelo, we were there. I know. And people like you wanted to fall asleep during that fight. It just ruined the night, honestly. And that wasn't the best card, anyways. But that fight was so fucking terrible. You had a, someone that's a first round or bust fighter, basically against someone who's a decision machine. Raquel Pennington is a decision machine. Now it's great to bet on. I talked about this when we broke that card down, right? Yeah, she's yeah. Great yeah. to bet on, but she's not fun to watch. Yeah. All right, a couple true. of comments. Mark says they give it to Albazi. I think I think that's possible. Albazi's injured, man. He recently got neck oh, surgery. Yeah. Okay, but I guess Makayev then, man. I mean, really, but again, if he wins, he doesn't he's not necessarily gonna win. I guess if Alex Perez wins, as crazy as it sounds, if Perez wins, right? Have you yeah, fought he, Pentosia before? Yeah, he, he, did. No, he did. He submitted him. What am I talking about? He just submitted him. Uh, yeah. 90 Shit. seconds, yeah. Yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> it's all rematches. It's all fucking yeah, rematches. Yeah, it is. Valentina, I think uh, she's going to fight Grass on the Sphere, right? That's the... I, I, what, what I expect, to be honest, is that if that's happening, or either it depends when Valentina comes back, otherwise they can do the winner of Blanchfield Fioro to fight yeah. Grasso, you know? Yeah, they could. All right, let's go to the next fight. We had Fuck, man, Valentina should go to one thirty-five, man. I mean, why not? Yeah, and, and I agree with this guy. I think you know at this point it's 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 March basically. Next week's March. You know what's another few more months? I mean, they're going to train for three months, so it's basically they have to wait three more. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, nothing worse than a hand injury. No. All right, let's go to the. <laughs> for you, for you, Marcel. With no he called it. He called it. <laughs> Go to the next card here. We or next fight, I should say. We had uh, a big, a pretty big upset. I would say Brian Ortega comes back from the dead and submits Yair Rodriguez. I mean, Yair is dominating the fight. Drops Ortega, beats the crap out of him, and then Ortega or uh, Yair gassed out, and Ortega took over. Really, um, apparently, like injured himself during the warm-up as well, and, <laughs> yeah. and somehow still came back and won the fight. So, you know, man, you know, I got to give Ortega a lot of credit here, dude, because I wasn't sure what to think coming off the two years. And, and you know, the start of this fight was terrible for him. You know, gets dropped, gets hurt, but comes back and wins the fight by submission and wins a bonus. And I'm going to get your thoughts in a second, but I think he should get the title shot, man. I, I do, because it's a fresh fight. It's a fun fight. And it's a marketable fight, especially in Spain, because he speaks really good Spanish. And I think that you know that that uh, post fight interview where he was talking to the crowd. He did really well with the, with the crowd. Um, his his Spanish is good. Obviously, he's, me he's a Mexican background too. So yeah. I think that's a good fight, man. I really do. And and I know people are gonna say like, why why is this guy getting a title shot one win? But like when you look at it, like it just it's a fight that makes sense. It's a fight they could sell right now. Um, and I think they could do that on the pay per view main event. So they could do Ortega Topuria this summer in Spain or something. I think it makes sense, man. What do you think? 
Yeah, man. I mean, why not? I mean, after the first round, she wouldn't give a lot anymore for him, man, to be really honest at that moment. Um, I felt like the the knockdown that Jair got Jair got on him, it kind of had something to do with that first moment, man, with Ortega by by uh, hurting his uh, his left his left foot or his right foot, you know. I think he was still not steady there, you know. He got, yeah, he got knocked down. Don't get me wrong, but I felt like he was still feeling him out, and Rodriguez uh, bum rushed him, you know, and he he almost got the finish, man. Let's be honest, man. But he 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 got he kept it. But Rodriguez kind of made a mistake to go with to try to grapple him, you know, at a certain moment. And Ortega could get his wins back, you know, and uh, he actually uh, ended up on top. So. Um, yeah, I mean, second round clear for Ortega. Third round was over before we knew within a minute, you know. And uh, I think Ortega is also back to his like his the, the mother of his children right now, right? He he said he's married again. So yeah, good for yeah. Him. I saw that. I don't know. Like, is that is that are those kids from a previous relationship or something? Like, yeah, and he's back to that to 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 the to the mother of those two oh, children. Really? I think. Yeah, and he's oh. married again to her now. So I, I mean, think she that, looked pretty good, man, to me. Like honestly. I, yeah, people are saying he's downgrading, but I don't think so. I don't but, think so. Uh... Dude, she looked really good. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but again, like, you know, Tracy's a good-looking woman, too, but, like, she looked good to me. And you know what, I man? Mean... Honestly, like, like I get that, too, because, like, you know, he's – I think he's, like, from what I can tell, like, he's a guy that put, does put his kids kind of first. So, but that's, that's mm-hmm. interesting, you know? I mean, good for I think him. I... Of course, of course, man. I mean, and and you, I felt like he he is like, and this is like, uh, like, uh, like, a, like an amateur psychologist here, but I feel like he's in, in good spirits as well. You know, you you feel like when he's talking in the interview, he's he's very polite, quiet, and he talks like just. He, he he does well, I feel, you know, and that's it's important thing. Saying he should fight to Puria, yeah, I'm all for it. You know, why not? You know, I mean, I don't think Volkanovski should come back that quickly right now, you know. And um Max is fighting Gaethje. And listen, man, if if Yair won, everybody would say Yair would should fight to Puria. So now Brian wins, why not? The only thing they could do if the Puria fight someone else, they could do Brian Ortega against Bossa Evloev. That's the only thing that's possible, in my opinion. You know, if that's not possible, they do Ortega against Topuria. I'm fully for it, man. Why not? You got like Topuria, they want to do it in Spain. Topuria, Spanish speaking, obviously. Ortega speaks Spanish with his Mexican heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, they can sell that fight, man. I think, and it's a fun style matchup as well. You know, Ortega is a really good, really good BJJ on the ground. And so as to Puria, so I'm really, I'm really curious how that's gonna fight. That fight is gonna go. So I'm all for it. I agree. I agree, man. I think it's, I think it's a fight that makes sense. All right, I missed some comments here, guys. Sorry, but uh, West Coast is here in the chat. Cortez McCroggy, extra powers. I don't think so, dude. I mean, maybe but I don't think so. Have to come back. Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah, Yair, he just gassed, man. He gassed. You know, he kind of again blew his load in the first round there. Max beat Yair the same. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're not wrong. The Max fight was actually com- competitive. The Max and Yair fight. Um, and and we we didn't really talk about Max either. I, I don't think just now. I mean, Max. If Max didn't take this fight with Justin, which might not be such a good idea, you know, Marcel. Like it might not be such a good idea. he goes in there and gets damaged, which we think we will probably. Maybe he should have waited. But the thing is, I think they paid him a lot of money to take the fight. That's my guess. They must have paid him a lot of money, you know, mm-hmm. and can't blame me for that. And Zabit, too. I mean, Zabit, if he ever came back, he's retired now. But, you know, Zabit, Marcel, you can me, will go down in one of those guys, those what-ifs. Because I thought Zabit was the best guy in the world at, at that point. 
And I think he's uh, Man, I love you know I love Zabit. You know, Zabit is like many people are always complaining about his cardio, which was an issue, of course, you know, yeah. but he had some, he had some health problems, you know, and with, yeah. with Zabit, um he won his fights. Yeah. I remember, man, I gotta tell you this. So Zabit uh, made his debut in Rotterdam, right? Against Mike Santiago. So uh, he was short notice. Uh, Santiago, he was actually supposed to fight Nick Hine in, in uh, Rotterdam, and then Hine pulled out, and then Santiago was a short notice fight with Zabit. So Sabit is standing outside of the hotel, and it was back then when I wasn't like doing any media things or something. I was just there to to watch the fights and stuff, you know. So he's outside of the hotel, and pretty much nobody's looking at him. You know, he's just uh, talking with random people. It's like uh, with, with from his team. So I go to him. It's like, hey, Sabit. He's looking at me. I said, hi, what's up? I said, let's can we take a picture together? Yes, yes, yes. So took a picture with him. As, a, as one of the few pictures I have when I was, uh, well, I don't do that anymore now I'm in the media, but um, what's a cool story, man. Guy's super cool. And then the day after, uh, when I was checking out of the hotel, he comes downstairs and he sees me, he starts waving. <laughs> it's a funny thing. Well, he's a cool dude, man. Yeah, he was, uh, uh, he did great, man, in that fight. Remember, he had that, uh, that spinning kick off the cage against Mike Santiago. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I remember. Uh, it's a beat. It's Someone else was age. I think he's like he's like thirty-one. Maybe he's not that old, is he? Yeah, he's not that old. Beat. I'm gonna guess thirty-one. Thirty-two. I was pretty close. Yeah. All right. Um. Hey guys, we're taking us a heavy bag with legs. Can I compete with the pillar Ilya besides the fluke win? I mean, I think everyone's gonna favor Ilya in this fight, but I'm just saying, like, it just makes sense marketing-wise, you know, to do that fight. Uh, Ilya has more more ways to win, I think, but. Ortega's tough, man. You got to give him that. He's you know, he's, tough, he, he, he's not even, listen, only Holloway finished him, and it was because of the doctor stoppage. I was in Toronto. I was at that yeah. fight, man. It was his, like his eye was fucked, basically. Yeah, it was the doctor stoppage. I was going to say, this is a good segue into this fight. Speaking of eyes that are fucked up, <laughs> Dale the Uber beats the shit out of uh, Francisco Prado in the second and third round. His eye fun got fight. shut, and it was a fun fight. It was fight of the night, which I was fine with, by the way, because it was a really good fight. And this Prado kid's like 21, and he's got two bonuses already. So yeah. But I was going to say, like, let's talk about the corner work between the second and third round. Okay, I want to get your thoughts on this, because for me, you know, I think it was some of the better corner work I've heard. And I know a lot of people are going to say he should have had the towel thrown in, and I get that. I totally get that. And I'm not saying you're wrong, because he probably should have had the towel thrown in because his eye was fucked. But if they're not going to throw a towel in, you know how stubborn these guys are. I think the advice the guy gave was fucking amazing, saying, like, just go out there. You don't need to see. Just fucking throw bombs. Just stand in the middle and just swing away. I mean, honestly, man, like, in this kind of a fight with that atmosphere, that's the kind of advice you need. Um, again, they probably should have stopped this fight. The doctor probably should have stopped the fight because the guy's eye was really messed up. But these guys are so stubborn, Marcel. It's not like Prado's going to say, I don't want to fight. He's going to fight. He's 21. He's going to want to fight. I just think the advice was like at that moment in time. I like the advice. I don't know what you thought, but what do you think? I mean, I, I think uh, the the guy Zaidi. I think he's like also the president of uh, of Karate Combat, right? And he's a trainer of GoChat. Um, I think he said he said something else, and it was uh, it was uh, wrong, wrongly translated. I don't know exactly, but the thing is, like Prado could, uh, yeah, he couldn't see at a certain moment anymore, but. I don't know, man. I had no problem that the fight continued. You know, if if they are both behind it, go for it. You know, and the, and on the other side, listen, man. If the if if he threw the the towel, you know, that would have never got fight of the night. You know what I mean? So you know how Dana is. <laughs> so I'm reading what you're saying right now, by the way. So like, apparently, yeah. he was mistranslated or misinterpreted. Yeah. 
but like you just said you don't need to see like uh in close range you just need it from far away yeah because it, it didn't sound like that when he said it but at the same time i get what you're saying anyways zell hooper is good man i mean he's really oh good. But, uh, listen man he had this he had a, he had a difficult start dude against proud we've got to be honest but he is good you know he he completely uh, composed uh, after that. After he damaged his eye, he completely took over. Very veteran-esque performance from him, man. I was really impressed by how he did it. And uh, talking to a friend of mine, and he was like, uh, "He should find somebody close to the top fifteen, or even in the top 15. And I'm not opposed to it, to be really honest, man. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, someone's asking the top fifteen. I mean, I think so. I think he called him. Patty Pimblet, didn't he? I think he called up Pimblet. Mm. I know Torres did. I don't know if he did, but possible. Well, well, maybe it was Torres, but either I think both those guys beat Patty, to be honest. Yeah. With oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I think so. You guys think Zell Hoover's rated top 15? I don't I don't know. He's three and one. It's a good record, but like I don't know if you go from Prado to top 50. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was uh, by the way, this was a 29-28 fight because I, I gave Prado the first round. I thought he won the first round. Two of the judges did too. So I, I, I was thinking. <laughs> I, I was thinking who, who who would you give him? You know, because I think there are there are many options actually, and uh, yeah, I, I, I actually you know who I like. We should maybe Nasrat Hakparas, man. I think that would be a good matchup. Yeah, you know, Hakparas had, had a great fight against Malarkey. You know, where he uh, knocked him out. I think that's a fun fight. Got some other comments here. We got Zach in the chat. He's just talking about what Azim said. Yeah. Um, good luck, Tristan. Good job, man. I and mean, you know what? Actually, after the first round, I think it was plus 950 live line. And I know some people hit that just because you thought yeah, you might gas. He looked like he was getting tired, so that was possible. And that you know, Zell Hooper's the guy who does start slow in his fights. Remember the fight with Trey Ogden? He never started in that fight, actually, at all. Yeah, remember that one? Yeah, what's up, Glenn? He's he's back. Here he is. Marcel, I said Ricky said his fight was not on this weekend. Yeah, well, no, I mean, oh. Marcel, I talked to Marcel. I should tell you this, guys. I, I talked to Marcel before, and Marcel said he's hearing it's not on, right? Yeah, so I, I can explain a little bit. So um, the UFC, the broadcast, and Dana White said that fight was done for this week, you know, for Vegas 87. It's even on the UFC socials on, on X, you know. So like a lot of other people, I posted it as well, you know, UFC official confirmed, you know. So then I got like uh, Ricky uses my my post on Instagram by reading a story on his Instagram like fake news. So I'm going to Ricky. It's like, uh, hey man, that's like it's not happening. He's like, no man, I, I never agreed, never signed anything. You know, um, it, it's it's just not happening. I just wanted to let my fans know I'm not mad at you. You know, so I was like, no, good because I'm just went with what the UFC said. You know, so he's like, yeah, I understand. So I'm. Uh, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure it out, obviously, um, but it seems like it's not going to happen. So, I don't know what they're going to do. It looks, it just looks like it's not going to happen right now. I, I know, for example, that uh, they're still looking for Vinicius Oliveira to get an opponent. I haven't heard anything, and Ludovic Klein has an opponent, but I cannot say yet because I'm still trying to confirm with the other side. So, with, for one of the two sides. So, yeah. there you go. <clears throat> All right. Uh, da, 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 da. They're getting free grappling. I mean, his grappling needs to work for sure. So, Hoover Kutatoladze, sure. What's up, Fato? Torres Zelhuber's fight, Nazar and Klein. Yeah, I mean, those fights are good too. All right, um, next fight. I mean, this fight was, you know, pretty much what we expected. Yasmin, you're 
outstrike Sam Hughes. I'm just surprised by the stats here because it says it was 94 to 83 in strikes. It didn't seem like that to me. Um, yeah, it was clear three to one fight. It was, I think, it was one of the the worst fights of the card. Personally, what do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, um, listen, man. Like I said, I have a soft spot for both girls. You know that because I think Sam Hughes. She's uh, she's super hard work and she's also super nice all the time, you know. So, uh, with Horegi, I really like Horegi, you know that. Um, and the, th the thing is, like, the UFC watched the last fight, you know, and they know Horegi has cardio for 15 minutes. And they saw Sam Hughes' fight against uh, Jacqueline Amarim, got completely dominated in the first round, but Jackie ran out of gas after five minutes and Sam took over. But they knew that was not going to happen here because Horegi has cardio for 15 minutes so and horegi is the better fighter you know the stand-up is more crisp uh she's quicker uh, sam was trying to get her to the ground didn't work you know um and i tell you right now dude if they match horegi again against denise gomez i think horegi wins the rematch man that's what i really, really? think so uh, i think horegi is like future top top 15 you know i i wouldn't go some people say champion i wouldn't go that far you know i, I think she has still a learning curve there but I like to see her watch watch her fight, and uh, for her, this was it was a clean, clear thirty twenty seven in my opinion. Yeah, no, I think so too. Like I said, it wasn't the greatest fight. Um, go to the next one here. Manuel Torres gets the first round submission over Chris Duncan. I thought it'd be like a knockout type of fight, but he took him to the, took him to the ground and then submitted him. So it was obviously a great performance by uh, Manuel Torres here, man. I mean, he's he's another good prospect. Three and zero now in the UFC. Three bonuses. I really like this guy. Let me ask you a question: Who is a higher ceiling? Manuel Torres or Daniel Zellhuber? I think Zellhuber still. I think they have more uh, fate in Zellhuber because for Zellhuber, we saw more of him. With Torres, we just see only like two minutes <laughs> because he finished all the time, you know? So I th I still think they think Zellhuber, but Torres is spectacular, man. I mean, dude is fucking strong. He, he lifted Duncan up <laughs> and he went for the rear naked and he got it. Uh, and Duncan is a tough guy, you know? So um, I think it was an impressive finish. Um, yeah, good win, man, for Torres. I think uh, I, I spoke to Chris Duncan last week, and uh, he was super confident in that fight. And, uh, yeah, didn't work out for him, man. He's a good dude. I hope he, he bounces back. And uh, with, with Torres, great, man. I mean, three fights, three finishes, first round, three bonuses. I mean, that's amazing, you know? 15-1 and one versus 15-2, and two, those guys' records. So, I mean, it's interesting. All right. Um, and, yeah, actually, Torres did take a big shot. Like he ate Yeah, he did. And then came back. Um, Hayoni Barcells, uh, Miss Christian Cronones. This was a pretty competitive fight. Uh, Much more competitive than I expected. Yeah, me too. Uh, up until it wasn't really. And then Barcells gets the submission, third round. Probably saves his job too, because if he got if he lost, he probably would have been cut. I would imagine. So he he, get, he gets the win here. Cronones is uh, one and two now in the UFC. He'll probably get his last fight in his contract. But yeah, Barcells, you know, solid veteran gets the win here. Anything you want to say? He kind of cheated in the first round, man, oh, with yeah. case drafts. You know, he should have got a point, the doctor, to be honest, you know. But, um, I mean, I think it was 1-1 on two judges' scorecards. Uh, one judge had a 2-0 for Quinones. Um, But I felt like Barcelos was winning the third round. So, I, I think he should have won. He would have won 29-28 if it came to the judges' scorecards, probably. Um, Quinones... Yeah, I, I got to say, he he impressed me, to be really honest. Definitely in that first round, because I was thinking that Barcelos would would go through him, to be really honest, but they didn't. Um, I, listen, man, no bias, but I was happy to see Barcelos get a win. You know, he's a fun fighter to watch. Got two losses back-to-back -back against uh, Umar and against uh, Kyla Phillips. 
so yeah, good for him to get uh, back in that win, win column, good submission win, and uh, let's see where, where he goes from there. Because I think like he's kind of the guy who's a little bit fading, who's getting a little bit more old, you know. And uh, I, I felt like I was watching an older Barcelos in those in that first round. You know what I mean? So, uh, but he came back, good for him, man. Yeah, I agree. Um... Well, let's talk about this decision. Jesus Aguilar defeats Mateus Mendonca by split decision. We both picked Aguilar. I was happy you got the win. But uh, it was close. I mean, I think it was Whoa. close. I really think it was close. Go ahead. I, you don't agree with it, huh? Uh, I, I, I don't know how you can score that fight for Aguilar, to be really honest. You know, uh, I also picked Aguilar. But I think Mendonca got screwed big time, in my opinion. I gave him two rounds. I maybe even give him three. But I gave him two, you know, I gave it 29, 28, Mendonca. But in no way I thought that that Aguilar got to win, man. That that's my my genuine opinion. Hey, my I appreciate opinion. that. You know, so. I was gonna say I'm looking at the stats right now. So the first round, I think Aguilar won the first round. Third mm-hmm. round, Mendonca Mendonca won the third round. It comes down to the second round, really. And I'm looking at the stats right now. I was just curious to see what they say. It's six strikes, Aguilar, seven, uh, 13 for Mendonca. And then they each had a takedown, and then Edgar had a minute and a half of control, and Mendonca had three minutes of control. So, based on the numbers, Mendonca probably should have won that round. But again, you know, you were in Mexico. I wasn't surprised. I really wasn't. But honestly, like, I thought it was competitive. I really did think it was a competitive fight. I thought it could go either way. Um, it was because of his first name. Pardon? It was because of his first name. Yeah, I mean, the, the Jesus always wins, right? But, uh, this Mendonca guy, 0-3 now in the UFC. I kind of feel bad for him, though, because I feel like he's been matched up tough, too, to be honest. And then, obviously, the judges were against him in this one. So, I would give him his fourth fight in this call. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. But uh, it was a close fight. I mean, we, we'll, just, we'll just admit that for sure. It was close. I I, I thought Mendonca would probably get the decision. But, again, because it was in Mexico, I was, I was kind of – I was crossing my fingers, Marcel. <laughs> I was like, come on, make us look smart. <laughs> All right. Um Rosa, I, I think I don't know. He he looked like he was dead in that picture that was posted around. Did you hear anything about his illness? Like, um, yeah, he felt ill. That's all what I know. But the thing is, like, he's in Mexico for a big audience. I don't think he. I don't think he doesn't go out if he cannot go out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he, he, he that's what. And and the steam is that stopped him from fighting. You know, it is that. The thing is, like. The pro- the real problem that I think is here with this fight, you know, is that Turo shows his piss that he heard it five minutes before the fight was going to happen, you know. And I understand mm-hmm. that from Turo show's side, you know. You're prepared, you come to Mexico, you pay for all your shit, you know. I know the UFC pays for a flight for one, for one corner, man, but you pay for all the other stuff, you know. And then five minutes before the fight, it, the, 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 the plug had pulled out, you know what I mean? So... I understand that he's pissed about that, you know. But the thing is, like, I also the the team of Rosas is that if he felt like his son couldn't compete and and that was not the safe to go out there, I understand that as well. But yeah, I understand Turusha's side that he's pissed about it, man. Yeah, no, I agree with you. All right, um, shoot the box. Yeah, they had a tough night. Other fighter, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's funny. What's his name? Uh, Romero, I think, pulled his pants once. And what was that girl? Who's the girl that pulled her pants? Oh, uh, Justin Keish. That's the one, yeah. Tim Sophie <laughs> as well, by the way. Did he too? Oh, my God. I mean, listen, what are you going to do, right? You're in the cage. You can't. You yeah, can't, it like, sucks. You're like, hey, I got to go to the toilet. Bro, <laughs> imagine you have fucking diarrhea, you know? And uh, you, you have to fight and you get like a gut punch or whatever, you know? Dude, I've um, seen guys puke in the cage. They call it TKO, though, right? When that happens. I've seen that happen. 
it's, yeah. imagine remember after that that was Keish against Herrick after that fight Kiesa had to fight Kevin Lee and they were grappling on the ground <laughs> disgusting dude so nasty that's the thing you know when they like when someone's mouth guard falls down they just put it back in their mouth like that's so nasty because like all the people that are walking around on there it's just disgusting and then you have that happen like who knows man you know, someone else might have like you know, shard on the on the mat sometime. Anyways, oh, let's go back to fights. Uh, do you also remember when you had the Michelle Watterson against Angela Magania, and yeah. uh, Magania was like peeing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I remember that. Yeah, I remember her too. All right, back to the fights. We had uh, Edgar Chavez defeats Daniel Lacerda's uh, first round submission triangle choke. Another yeah, robbery. What? Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my god! I mean, this was like the easiest fight to pick. I don't know why. Stop picking the Sarah. You're gonna pick him in the next for, fight, dude. dude. Just for fun. I said it on the podcast. I'm picking for fun. You know, he must I be mean... like honest. I think he has the worst UFC record of all time. Oh five at one no contest. Like this guy is just not good, man. I'm sorry, but he's not. He's fun because he because he gets finished. That's why he's like Bob Sapp, but he actually tries. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean Shirez is decent. He's decent. You know, good yeah, submissions, yeah. right? So. Anything you want to say about this one? I mean, yeah, I, what can we say about it? You know, I, I feel bad for Lasarda, um, but good win for Chiras, man. So, uh, yeah, well, they were cool with each other after the fight. And Chiras, man, what the hell? Did he came on with uh, uh, with ammunition when he walked out? What the hell? Only in Mexico, right? You yeah. saw that? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? All right. Uh, I agree in Mexico. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> By the way, what do you think? What did you thought about that uh, double knockout in the crowd? Saw that. That's that's kind of funny. <laughs> I saw Dana was t- he said he saw the fight. And he just like and then he said everyone just kept fighting. And it was like he's yeah. like okay, I, the security is just watching. I, I don't know what you're gonna do. It was a big it was a big brawl. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, let's go back to the fights. Ferris Diem defeats Claudio Poyas by split decision. I don't know how this was split, dude. I, I this was a 30-27 win for Diem. What do you think? Horrible fight. Um, so bad. I mean, uh, as even Ziam got the win, and he was looking like, dude, I'm so happy this is over. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, good win for him. He he won three rounds, in my opinion, as well. The Puelas, if he got a round, it was the second round, but it wasn't, in my opinion. Um, and let's be honest, we talk about this in the Discord from James, you know. One trick pony who hasn't learned anything since his last yep. fight against Dan Hooker, you know. And yep. like like I said to the other guys. If you want to cut somebody, who do you cut? Do you cut Claudio Puelos or do you cut Daniel Lacerda? You know, and obviously you should cut Lacerda, you know, because of the worst record. But I rather see Lacerda fight than I see Puelos fight, to be honest. You know, but uh, yeah, man, it was bad, dude. I mean, literally, and who am I to talk actually? But I'm just going to say, literally, didn't learn anything from the fight against Dan Hooker, in my opinion. Yeah, this this was this was this was brutal, and like. I'm looking at, again, the scorecards are just so terrible from Chris Lee. He gave the second round to Poyas. Poyas landed zero strikes. That, like, how? How do you do that? That's terrible, dude. The guy's a terrible judge. He really is. I, I, I just said that you maybe could give the second round to Poyas. How, though? But, he gets, yeah, zero strikes. With the, gra- with the grappling, but I, I didn't give it to him. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't give it to him. I understand, but again, we, we know how the fights are scored now. You can't land zero strikes and win a round unless you, like, you know, finish on the ground or something. The other guy doesn't land a strike, but 14. Anyways, it was a terrible fight. Let's move on. Uh, we both picked this guy. He was a dog earlier in the week, and then uh, 
Oh, I should say, we both our consensus dogs hit. I mean, Aguilar, again, was a kind of a sketchy one. This one, though, was clear. I mean, this guy was the better fighter, right? Ronaldo Rodriguez. It's like his name changed during the week. He went from Luis to Ronaldo. <laughs> yes, his actual name was Luis Ronaldo Rodriguez. So I went with Luis oh, Rodriguez, and then out of nowhere, I see this Ronaldo Rodriguez. Like, okay, we go with Ronaldo then, you know? <laughs> I know. Um, no, man, he's, he's you know, he's, he's solid. Um Oh shit! Uh, I'm seeing that now. What's his name? Uh, sorry, I just saw this. Hey, John, dude, I'm number one again in in the capper picks. I've been killing it this year with with the picks. I've been absolutely killing. It. Where's that guy that was that was hating on my picks? Where did where he go? I think his name was Claudio. Claudio, where are you, bro? Where are you at, bro? Where are you at, homie? I'm just joking. It's, a, it's like, a, but he's coming back to tell you. Come back. Actually, I lost my main event again. I think I've lost the last three main events, but the rest of the picks have been fucking killing yeah. it. So, I mean, I don't know, man. We do a free show here, dude. You're getting some pretty good picks. I'll just say that. Anyways, um, uh, let's go to the next one here. What do you think of this decision? Felipe Dos Santos defeats Victor Altabrero. Victor had he had more strikes landed, and he had nine takedowns, and he lost. No I, problems I, with it. I thought it was close though, because the thing is, like again, it's damage, and I thought Felipe did a little bit more damage. I wasn't sure this one. I wasn't sure about either, and I had no skin on the game in this one, so I didn't really care. I saw James Vic just posted a picture of uh, Victor, and he didn't. His face looks fine, but during the fight itself, I thought that Felipe landed some harder punches. I don't know. What do you think, man? First round was as clear as hell for Altamirano. You know, uh, Dos Santos had really trouble with him in that first round, got taken down at will. I think the third round was a clean, clear round for Felipe Dos Santos, so it came down to the second round. I think Altamirano had more control, but I felt like uh, Dos Santos had more uh, strikes going on, you know, and was like more uh, more attacking than than Altamirano. So I had no problem with it. I said, like, either way, 29-28, I'm cool with, you know. Uh, it depends on how you want to score that second round, in my opinion. So the outrage that went on on X was a little bit outrageous to me, man. I think it was a close fight. But, yeah, I mean, I only think one and three was clear. I don't think two was clear for Altamirano. I think it was close. I had no problem with it. I had more problems with the Mendonca-Aguilar fight, to be honest. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then first fight of the night, Mohamed Naimov wins against Eric Silva. First round yeah. injury. He would have won the fight anyways, but I do feel Bro. bad for this too because he stepped between the cage and the mat and like tore his knee or something. I don't know. What, go ahead. How do you go from winning against Malaki and Wood? And I know many people thought he, he he didn't win against Wood because he cheated, but I don't care. He got the official win. But how are you going from winning against Malaki and Wood to Eric Silva, who lost his debut against TJ Brown? You know, it's it's a super weird matchup. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, the only thing that could be possible to me is that maybe Eric Silva got somebody else and Naimov took the fight on short notice or whatever, and we don't know what that's behind the scenes. I don't know, you know, but... I didn't get that. It, it sucks for Silva that he got injured. He will be back for sure. They will give him a third fight because this was like freak accident. But uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. All right, um, UFC World Commission. Yeah, I, that's what I was think, thinking. Glenn, I posted that on Twitter. I was like, who's this, who's getting this extra money from those guys? And then the UFC was doing the commission, so they must have kept it, and they didn't give an extra bonus. But anyways, all right. Uh, overall, what do you think of this card? Like, what would you give it out of ten? 
it was a fun card, man. I even think that I even thought the prelims were more fun than the main card, maybe. You yep. know, the main card was fun as well. But yeah, I think I gave it a seven, seven point five. And I think that yep. that's 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 a good point, man. I mean, if I give it a seven, seven point five is a really good point. So yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like a seven, which is like, you know, above average, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Like a like a B minus, maybe something like that. Um stock down who's stock down is the most i guess yair probably yeah you're getting finished one one thousand percent yeah it's not even moreno moreno was a close ride yeah 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 was already talking about fighting topuria you know so and people were talking about yeah you fighting topuria definitely after the media day where he pretty much took shots at topuria you know i'd say i'd take duncan too you know because he was on a three fight win streak or whatever and he and he got finished so yeah and I think Poyas, because I think Poyas is not UFC caliber, and I think he's shown that now, man. So to me, those are the fight because some of these fighters you just expect them to lose, like a Sam Hughes doesn't really change her stock or anything. Or even Prado had a good fight and lost. But I think yeah, right, yeah, you're for sure number one. All right, let's go to uh PFL. We'll switch gears here, guys. What a PFL Bellator. Did you watch the card? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. What did I think? Um wasn't really impressed to be really honest. No disrespect to the fighters no, on it, but it wasn't that great of a card, honestly. Yeah. Like they were just kept hyping it up as this amazing card. And it just took big yeah. to be now. To be fair, like they did lose some fights. They obviously lost Pimple Pinedo. They lost Magan McCarranoff. But even still, man, like the rest of the card just didn't really live up to the hype. But let's go through it quick. Uh Ferrer knocks up Bader. It's gonna be Ferreira and um Nagano next. I, I mean, I don't really see Ferreira winning that fight though. I think Nagano probably knocks him out, right? You have to imagine. Yeah, I mean, we were joking in another group, not we, not us two, but I'm with somebody else. Like uh, after they announced that the winner was going to fight in Ganu, it's like uh, Bader is calling Ferreira. It's like, hey, dude, you can win the fight. And Ferreira's like, no, no, you can win the fight. <laughs> you know, it's like like that. But yeah, I mean, nah. No. Well, yeah. Anyways, getting back to this fight, I mean, the Komen event. I, would you think who won this fight? Johnny Eblen won the split decision, but I thought Impa won the first two rounds. Would you think? Close. I think we'll go either way. I have no problem with it. You know, for me, it's just weird that you have championship fights with only three rounds. But yeah, um, I, I, I don't know, man. It's also like it, it's it kind of feels it almost felt like BMF titles. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I By the way, I want to get Cole's comment. Hey, Cole, what's up? And I agree with Cole completely. You just yeah, it's just a, very bizarre, you know, because they're advertising these champers champ fights. They gave a belt out at the end, but they're three round fights. Hey guys, I by the way, follow yeah. Cole on on X and on Instagram. Great guy, does yeah. uh, great stuff. Uh, fighter interviews, whatever he does, he's uh, he's one of the best guys in the business and one of one of the coolest guys to talk to. So shout Absolutely. out to Cole. I just think it's this point that this fight wasn't five rounds because I think it would have been interesting to see what happened in the fourth and fifth round. Um, but yeah, I just think I think Eblin didn't look very good in this fight personally. Input was way better than expected. Uh, Jason Jackson knocks Ray Cooper. You know, I think we all expect him to win that fight. Nadine Nemkov submits Bruno Capelos again, expected. We both picked Romero to beat Tiago Santos. It was, it was uh, competitive, but he, he won. McKee got this finished. Pico got a finish. The, uh, the the amateur finally made his pro debut and won Biagio. Yeah. I didn't watch the prelims. I didn't see the Clarissa Shields fights. I, I oh, yes. Was it bad? Like, um, she got in an arm bar, like, in the first round. She didn't tap. But, uh, man, she... Listen, I don't want to shit on the, the, the DeSantis girl, but many people were like, it's great that they uh, that they got the cashier from Walmart to fight Clarissa Shields. And she looked 
she just didn't look good, you know, in my opinion. She 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 won the fight barely, you know, split decision. Um just wasn't great. And the thing is what listen, Clarissa Shields, she does she she is she, she's a name in boxing. I know that for sure, you know, I know that's true. But I, I don't know, man. I, I'm really not into the attitude, you know. I think she's decent. She's decent at MMA. She's not great. Her boxing obviously speaks speaks for itself. But the attitude annoys me. The shit out of me, man. On Twitter, it's like, why you are like this? You know, she's she always feels attacked. You know, for some reason, nobody's yeah, attacking her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really it's really annoying. Personally, I agree with you. Um, We've got a couple comments here. Uh, yeah, John Jones being there was awesome. I loved it. Dana White must have been fucking seething when he saw that. He yeah. <laughs> Bader's definitely passed his prime for sure. His chair is gone. But, so I had to laugh so hard when George uh, met Fedor, you know? And I saw that, like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm a really big fan of you and also of your brother. Uh, say hi to your brother for me. That's like, dude, he doesn't he talk to your brother anymore. <laughs> Those guys are having a having a. He doesn't talk to his brother at all anymore. I think so. brother's kind of a creep, Alexander. Yeah. What's uh, up, Marcus? PFL needs a serious change of leadership. Don Davis and Cruz suck <laughs> overall. The pro the card wasn't very good. I'll just say that. Uh, I agree with Cole too. He said Eblin stock might have dropped the most because a lot of people were saying he's the best middleweight. I don't know where this came from, by the way. I mean, he beat up some guys in Bellator, and he goes and now suddenly he's better than like Dracus and like Izzy and like all these guys. Come on, I mean, he's good. He's definitely good. This fight kind of showed where he's at. You know, he was getting pieced up on the feet, man. He really not, was. I Go ahead. I got to be honest, Adam. I'm, I'm one of these people who thought like Eblen might be top five, you know, uh, also in the so UFC. Still? No, you know, <laughs> I I, th I think I saw it wrong, you know, and maybe he just had a shitty performance this time, you know. It I could don't be. Know. It's possible. But, I mean, it's yeah. a long flight too, right? Like it's not like yeah. it's you know in the states. It's it's in Saudi Arabia. Maybe the weight cut was tough for him. I don't know. I I need to see the next fight. Maybe you know. Maybe after the next fight, if he does something crazy, I'm like again, yeah, like you know, and with that only fans model. It's kind of clear that was some kind of a publicity stunt, you know. You because think so? he, yeah, he's still with his girlfriend, man, with 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 the with the one he was before. So that's just weird that, that they would like do that and he's like holding her hands and he's advertising it. I don't know. I, I mean PFL had like uh I, I think had a lot of uh, OnlyFans collaborations this week, for oh, example. They? I, yeah, they did. I saw it on Twitter, like uh so I, I think it's some kind of a publicity stunt or something, but it's just really weird. Yeah, it's that's uh yeah, I, I don't know. Anyways, he's he's good, I, but I, I don't think he's I, that good. I would have chosen another OnlyFans model if if I had to had the chance. But hey, man, but who's going to spend eighty five k on an OnlyFans model? I hope no, it's a publicity stunt. I hope it's a publicity stunt. I hope so too. All right, give all these three tournament for and put rankings. They're going to actually start the next tournament like next month, I think, or April. I should say April. Chris Phillips doesn't realize how much privilege the PFL gets here. I mean, both all their fights have not been that great in PFL. Um, was there like 10 minutes of paid gate for PFL's belt? I don't think they're even going to tell anyone. I don't, do they even actually have fans or they pay those people to be there? I don't know, man. I just, I was, I watched the event. I just didn't think it was that good of an event. And like, I was just disappointed. I don't know. That, that's just my thoughts. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite event. Anyways, uh, all right. I think we're good. We're going to move on to the UFC Mexico, or sorry, the UFC Vegas 87 preview. So we'll just end this podcast here, guys. Appreciate everyone joining us. Uh, just bear with me for a minute. I'll, I'll post the, the link for the new podcast. We'll do the preview for UFC Vegas 87, and then we'll, we'll get here. So just give me a minute here. I'll post the new uh, 
the link and appreciate you guys joining us here for the Mexico City and PFL Delta recap. Talk to you guys in a few minutes. <laughs>